When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday. Lori and Julia's show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Those two will be back with us on Monday. Hopefully. Snow will not come into the picture again as it did last year. So as Holly said, we may get more than five and up to eight inches. Holly, I was getting a very unpleasant flashback. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that, Donnie. Yeah, the big snowstorm allegedly coming here Sunday night through Monday morning. Let's let's not even think about it. I'm sorry. What's the flashback, though, from last last year? year. Do you remember? At the same time? Yes. Yes. They didn't make it back. No, that's right. I think... It we was, might have filled in. No. Somebody. No, it, it was, was me and Holly. It was yeah. me it was and those Donnie. Two. It was like, we need two humans in the <laughs> yes, studio. Get on was, the mic. We oh, spent that's the right. night in Fargo. Oh, right. Yes. I forgot about that. And now it's like, oh, snow's coming in Sunday night into Monday. I was like, oh, no, not again. Could you even imagine? <laughs> not again. No, not again. Well, Holly, we better be prepared. Yeah, right, I'm yeah. Start prepared. All right, in the meantime, <laughs> let us prep. introduce Steph March and Steph Hansen from the Weekly Dish, which you can hear tomorrow from what time? 9 to 11. 9 to 11 on Saturdays. They're filling in today. And All we right. also have podcast. Okay. So you can subscribe at Podcast One, and we podcast the hours of the show, but then we also do a Wednesday-ish podcast called Second Helpings. That's content that you can only get by subscribing. Oh, sweet. Okay. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking of podcasts and podcast one, um, our friend Elizabeth Reese, who fills in on our weekly dish show when I'm traveling sometimes mm-hmm. and is great. She's wonderful. And her former co-host, Marjorie Punnett, who used to work at this station for a long time, mm-hmm. have a new podcast called Best to the Nest. And I was so excited to listen to the first episode. They... Marjorie and Elizabeth used to do a radio show together, and apparently during the breaks, they would have like these really in-depth like life conversations. And I have those with her, too. <laughs> do you? Yes. Do we have those? Yes. Okay. We also have them on air, if you listen to the podcast. Uh, yeah, our podcasts <laughs> tend to be like that because we don't have like a time, time limit, so yeah. we just veer oh. off into... Shocking everyone here, oh, I know. I All of the things. Shocking. In any case, they would talk about like pretty personal things. And one of the pieces of advice that Marjorie gave Elizabeth when Elizabeth was getting married was, you know, make sure that you don't give it all away 
and that you save some for your spouse, meaning like you do your best at work, you do your best with your kids, Mm -hmm. like you give all of your energy, all of your time to the whole world out there. And then you come home and you don't have much left for your spouse. So the idea was, is that save uh, some of your best for the nest. So I was listening to the first podcast and it was a delight to hear them together again because I just loved listening to their show. And um, somehow they were talking about their like not so proud mom moments. (laughs) And I was listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Uh, (laughs) six, five, one. uh, What is it? Six, five, one, six, four, one, 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 seven, one. Thank you. I was drawing a total blank. If you want to share your not so proud moment, because Elizabeth shared hers, which was her husband. They just moved into a new house and he's got real opinions about the decor, which my husband does, too, which is so annoying. And she like threw some rugs down like from the second level and just like, fine, here, take them, get rid of them. And just like had this moment where the kids were like, because eh, they were scared because <laughs> yeah, she was really. throwing rugs. Oh dear! And then Marjorie was talking about her not so proud moment was. Her kid, her oldest kid was not being very nice to her younger kid when they were real little, like four and two. And she, he was hurting the younger kid and she took his like favorite toy and broke it right in front of him and said, how does that make you feel when I hurt your something you love? Oh dear. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty heavy. Yeah. And so they were talking about their not so proud moments And I was sitting there and I was listening because come on, like every mom has that moment where you completely lose your mind or you're exhausted or you just say something like, I'm not even going to lie. I have said some stuff to my kid that is just horrible and I say it and I feel so bad after and I can't erase it and it's out there and she's forgiving. She knows, but still like these are the people that you love the most and you just are short with them and. 651-641-1071 if you want to share your not-so-proud moment because I'm just going to share mine. Okay. I was on my final day of radiation treatment. And at this point, I'd already had 16 rounds of chemo. I had 36 rounds of radiation. I was keeping it together. I was working. I was doing all the stuff. But I was, like, afraid beyond belief. And I came home, and both my niece was living with me and my daughter. And I had groceries. And I was, like, putting the groceries into the refrigerator. And Ellie was like... Yeah, mom, I don't like, like, did you get the Slim Jims? I was like, no, I didn't get the Slim Jims. She's like, I don't like those other salami. Like, you know, and it was just the stupidest thing. Yeah. I started whipping food at her. You started throwing food oh, at her? Oh, yeah. Like, the box of whatever was in my hand, I threw it at her. <laughs> then I had, like, a bag of oranges. <laughs> I threw that at her. Oh my there was, like, a pork chop. I threw a that. A pork chop? I wow, just started, you could have, like, bodily harm. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't throw canned goods. But I and, <laughs> a little bit. all the while I'm a little worried oh, that the cops yeah. might be calling you. <laughs> and all the while, while I'm throwing things, and you know, I really wasn't throwing them exactly at her, but I was throwing them. All the while, I'm screaming, "I am so tired! I have never been more tired in my whole life!" Like I and my niece is sitting over on the couch, and she's looking at me, and she's like, "Wow." I left one crazy house to come to this crazy house. This is super. We still talk about it and laugh. Wow. But it was really a not-so-proud moment. Yeah. All right. We have David on the line. He's going to tell us about 
something his mom probably oh, wasn't. Yeah, your about. mom's not so proud moment. Hi, David. Hi. What happened? So when I was a real little kid, I had a fascination with fire and got caught playing with matches. Oh. My mom got some advice, and the advice was to take something personal to me and burn it so I could understand what fire does. I hadn't, I knew what fire did. I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. She took this stuffed animal of mine, took <gasps> it to the grill, doused it in lighter fluid, lit it on fire, and I understand they're fascinated watching it burn. And from behind me, I hear my sister going, That's mine! <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, boy. I feel so bad for your mom. Oh, that's so great. Oh, scars for life. And and then when I got to junior high, I was taking a peer counseling class, and they taught us all these ways to diffuse situations. And, of course, I touched my mother's screwdriver. She couldn't find the screwdriver, and she was so mad and yelling. And I looked at her and I said, Mom, can you calm down for a minute? Is this really how you want to do it? Yes! Yes, this is my man. You touched my screwdriver. <laughs> and she does not, no matter how it was, because I touched the screwdriver and did not put it back in the right spot. Yep. No uh, rationalization was ever going to calm her down. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not always, it doesn't make sense. Thank you, David. That was a good one. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mine was, I just really honestly has, I mean, I didn't get into any kind of like crazy anger. Mine is more of like completely like, sort of neglect, if you will, (laughs) in the way that I have a kid who is a little bit of a hypochondriac, right? So like every time he comes up to me, he's like, oh, look at my arm. I think it's broken. I'm like, um, it's not (laughs) broken. You're going to be fine. (laughs) Rub some dirt on it. I mean, literally, there was a point where I had paid for so many co-pays because I was like, fine, we'll go in. We'll see. You know, and they're like, yeah, no, this is just a like he has a pulled muscle. And I'm like, okay. So after a while, I just got I was like, no, just rub some dirt on it. You're going to be fine. So he he was actually uh, over the summer in high school working, uh, doing siding on houses and stuff. And he'd gotten some poison ivy on his legs. And he was like, you know, I got this bad poison ivy. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, we've had poison ivy. You can, you know what to do. You know how to deal with it. He's put like, the lotion on Yeah, it. just put some lotion on. He's like, oh, I think this one's kind of weird. I'm like, seriously, it's fine. Like, you're fine. And then it, he comes back like a week later and he's like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weirdly how it's like spread up my leg. Kind Uh-oh. of like... And there's like this really weird swollen area. And I'm like, oh, like your lymph nodes? <laughs> oh, dear. What was it really? And he went into the doctor and it was, he had infected his lymph nodes. Yeah. Like to that point. Because <sighs> it had taken so long of just right. like, and I was like, yeah, just rub some dirt on it. Shut up now. I had a you broken know? collarbone for three days before my mom took me to the doctor. Yeah. Same thing. Like, because, right. you know. Yeah. Great stories. Yeah. Uh, let's- <laughs> Uh, let's see. We're running short of time here. This is Kathy's. Hi, Kathy. Next. What's your not so proud mom moment? Well, I my son. He's 27 now, but he was in kindergarten and he used to always forget to brush his teeth. So um, I always had like this breast freshener in my car, and so I said, you know, here's the breast freshener. You know, you got to remember to brush your teeth. And so I had it back to him, and he's in the backseat gagging, and he hands it um, to his older brother in the front seat, and here I had grabbed the um, the air freshener for the car. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, he he 
probably smelled like, um, you know, pine tree all day. Yeah. Or something. Oh, Taste, he's tasting that for a couple hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, he, brushes, he brushes teeth all the time after that. I'm so sure did. Yeah. Amen. Uh, well done, you. Thank you so much. All right, let, uh, let's see. I think we have time for That's one more. That's hilarious. Uh, this is uh, Cindy, I believe. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Well, I have two daughters that are 14 months apart, and I was transporting them somewhere in the car when they were toddlers, and they were just going, rah, 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 just, just like winding it up. And I was just really fed up with it. So I stopped the car and pulled it over, and I was listening to the radio, and, my, uh, and, and I turned it blasting, and just like, you know. And then I turned around and looked back at the both of them and said, how do you like it when I make all this noise and you don't like it? And they they just shut right up. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't think it was the best way to do it, but it got the problem solved. Yeah, there it it's is. sometimes shocking the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does work. Thank you, Cindy. I love it. Thanks oh, for bye-bye. sharing your stories, everybody. I and- do remember also just one more quick wish was, of course, leaving my kid at the rest stop. I do remember us, the whole car, pulling away and being like five minutes down the road, like, where's Matt? And <laughs> having to go back and get Matt. I think we've seen that in a movie. Yeah. I know, but it yeah. actually happened. Okay. I left our dog at the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Yeah, it does. Thanks for sharing, everybody. And don't forget to check out Elizabeth Reese and Marjorie Punnett's podcast, Best to the Nest. You can find it on Podcast One or wherever you find your podcasts. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We have Miss Holly Roberts in on the Lori and Julia show doing the Dirt Alert. Welcome, Miss Holly Roberts. Thank you for having me. I I think I need to do a quick alert. That's a traffic alert. Sorry, we're in afternoon traffic. Highway 55 is closed in both directions in Medina. Yes, it is. Well, there's Rockford Road and as an alternate. Yeah, that was a... Do the traffic here at the bottom of the dirt alert, but just to let you know, yeah, Highway 55 is closed in both directions uh, as a result of a crash Mm -hmm. out near Medina. So that crash has happened between Sioux Drive and Old Rockford Road. So if you're traveling on Highway 55 up in the Northwest Metro, you're going to want to find Plymouth kids. You need to watch out is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So West Metro friends be on the lookout for that crash. Uh, so I hate to break up the talk about meat raffles, bingo, charts, <laughs> and what reveals. God, gen- we've had such a, just oh, a diverse show. Don't even get me started on the gender reveal lasagna thing that was going on this week. <laughs> it was week. so gross. It was so <laughs> gross. What would you do if you went into the lasagna and you, and you took a slice oh. and it was that, that bright blue. I'd probably eat it if I was being a hundred percent honest. <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting trip both in and out. Yes. No, it was, it's just oh, wrong. Out. Hard pass. Hard pass. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you didn't Moving think on. about that nope, part I of didn't. it. No. Remember those Burger King Shocking burgers? that I didn't. Yeah, the black bun ones. Yeah, the black bun mm-hmm. ones. Yes, Holly, I remember there were some unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to take a hard left. We're going to take a complete 180. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to some sad news oh. uh, that's making headlines this afternoon. Oh, and that's a, a real 180. Yeah, a real 180. Yeah, this is some sad news Breaking that former Top Chef contestant, Fonti. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ali has passed away at the age of uh, 29 after being first diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, which is a rare form of bone cancer in 2017. Now, she's been very vocal about uh, chronicling her journeys with cancer on social media, and she did reveal in October in an essay for Bon Appetit magazine that her cancer was back with a vengeance. Yeah. Isn't that what Zach Sobiak died from? The clouds? I don't know. I think it is. I don't know. I just know that it's... uh, Ewing sarcoma. It's just not very forgiving, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's rare. It's unforgiving. and uh, for his family. Yeah. her family. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it strikes people when they're young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the world mourning the loss of her today. Uh, Now, this is making headlines out of the Sundance Film Festival kicked off yesterday in Park City, Utah. And this is a new documentary about Michael Jackson. It's called Leaving Neverland. And the subjects of of that documentary, Wade Robson and James Safechuck, they're adult men now, but uh, they are telling their stories about uh, being allegedly abused by Michael Jackson, both when they were young boys. So this is causing a lot of controversy. Uh, They say that they're facing backlash from Michael Jackson fans who claim they've come forward for money, but they are both saying that no, they were not paid by the production company of this documentary to tell their stories. Knowing what we know about how you know, things have been covered up for Hollywood elites yep. for the longest times with Bill Cosby, with, you know, other, you Harvey know, Weinstein, Harvey yep. Weinstein, but I mean, just everybody, how easily it is, you know, to cover that up. The non-disclosure agreement yeah, for 250 grand. I mean, I kind of have been waiting and then it's because it's, you know, posthumous that it's, I think people have less of a need to sort of, you know, deliver a, a sort of judgment, but I still think there's a lot of people who could use some truth, you know, telling. Yeah. I am sort of surprised that there isn't more of this now that he is dead. And I know some of these kids are coming kind of of age into their 20s now. Yeah, and these I think both kids. these men must be in their 30s. I think even, at this, yeah, I think yeah. 20s is way... Yeah. Well, he's been dead how many years? Like 10? 10. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Wade Robson, you might remember him as being a choreographer associated with Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears back in the early 2000s. So he was in the world of dance, and he says this about the documentary, we can't change what happened to us, and we can't do anything about stopping Michael. He's dead. That's done. He goes on to say what happened happened. The feeling is not what can we do with it, but now how can we use this platform to tell a story and hopefully it helps other survivors feel less isolated, just raising awareness for anyone responsible for children. And it's, I mean, it's kind of a no win situation, right? Because the Michael Jackson estate is like, this is just people grubbing for money and they're just trying to get their five minutes of fame. If this did happen to these two gentlemen, there's no win for them. Right. I mean, you can, he's dead. There is no restitution. It's not going to change No one's anything. going to jail. No one is, you know. Right, right. So, you know, I think that this documentary, Leaving Neverland, about Michael Jackson, it is produced by HBO, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to air it on their network. They are going to air it. Sometime this year. What's interesting about what's happening at Sundance is there's, like, people out there protesting, and 
the Sundance Festival is offering grief counselors on site. Apparently, the details are, can be very triggering. Oh, oh, for this documentary. For this documentary. Okay. I thought you were talking it's about pretty graphic. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I would, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I was reading some tweets about people who are at Sundance right now who watched the first part of this documentary, Leaving Neverland, and they said it's pretty powerful. And that part two, apparently, this documentary comes in two parts, is going to be even more powerful. And that talks about the case uh, in 2005. With Michael Jackson, so the and, case that was they were he was found not guilty. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was, was thrown out. Right. Yep. 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 So we're going to get more details. I into would be that. interested in that. I mean, and only and, and in a sociological way, you know, of trying to really understand because of seeing that structure and how it was built up. If it was a protective thing, so that he wouldn't be found guilty. That's interesting to me. Well, and the whole R. Kelly documentary has brought up. Yeah, that, a lot. that just makes me want to punch people he's you know a lot of times these things these documentaries happen when people are dead like you know it's interesting because r kelly is alive and out there and he's suffering some consequences from his alleged behavior finally Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so we'll see if leaving neverland will be on hbo later this year something else coming out later this year making headlines today vanity fair is giving us our first look at quentin tarantino's new movie once upon a time in hollywood this is the movie that's taking place in 1969 Mm. in hollywood starring brad pitt leonardo dicaprio margot robbie is starring as sharon tate and this movie remember this is the one that people People thought was going to be about the Manson yes. murders, but that's not necessarily the case. That that will be one component of this film. However, it's taking a look at Hollywood in the late 1960s. A lot of weird, groovy things were happening at that time and at that place in Hollywood. Can I make a prediction? Yes, I think it's going to be a total dud. You think it's going to be a dud? I do. I want you to look at some of the pictures from Vanity Fair, Stephanie, and I see will. if it gets you excited. This is the at Hollywood this. issue for Vanity Fair to. Yes. Timothy Chalamet, Shirley Ronan on the cover, really. Um, Regina King looks so beautiful. I love the Hollywood issue. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, so you're going to be able to look at all these photographs in that issue. So it's being billed as a Western movie of a different stripe, an old school L.A. story like Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, an epic that Quentin Tarantino, Los Angeles, lots of different characters. Have you seen Buster Scruggs? That's all I'm going to say. That's the Coen Brothers. That's the Coen Brothers. I know, but have you seen it? Because... It was like similarly in kind of an avant-garde. I don't know. I just was like, wow, this movie just is not doing it for me. Me neither. Is that a weird transition to make from Quentin Tarantino yeah, to Buster Scruggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Sometimes that's why things we were both happen. just like, all right, Stephanie, just, you, you do you. Yeah, a, you gotta let right. those just go and you go, okay, bye. All right. Well, I'm glad I could stun you both into complete and utter silence. Wow. Nice like how we go from the Oscars to Don't You Love Rent? And I go, yes. All right. Well, <laughs> sure. I am Julia's friend after all. Sometimes these transitions happen. Oh, all right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right. Thanks. Welcome back to the Lori and Julia show. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. And we are filling in for the girls who are at the SAG Awards. The awards show is going to be on Sunday. And barring a massive snowstorm, they will make it back on Monday to regale us the with red the eye. red carpet. Right on. Details. Yeah. 
Um, Lori saying she was wearing a black sequin pantsuit sounds real cute. Jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Jump, jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. Yeah. Jumpsuit. Yeah. Pantsuit jumpsuit. is Hillary Clinton. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't you imagine? think of pantsuit the same way. She's like got a little Lori blazer. And yeah. Boy, no. Lori heard you say that. Oh, God. I am not wearing a pantsuit. Um, yeah. uh, jumpsuit. Are you pro or against? Oh, pro not, in the right body type. Yeah, yeah like her, she's going to look amazing in a but jumpsuit. But Lori is perfectly, like, that's perfect for her. I Very seriously excited. tried one on at Anthropology. I was like, maybe like a jumpsuit. And I got in the dressing room, and it was one of those, like, what were you thinking moments? Yeah, no, I'm smartly short, round, and yeah, not not, <laughs> not jumpsuit jump material. material. Yeah. Not jumpsuit material. Yeah, I could I'm, probably wear one. You could do it, Don. <laughs> totally could, Donnie. Donnie like, Love the, could totally be a jumpsuit guy. guy? Uh, Jesus in oh, The Jesus. Big Lebowski. <laughs> there you go. He has his uh, jumpsuit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you could be that guy. Okay. There are uh, like um, Dicky once one pieces too. Yep. Um, that like workmen wear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My husband has one. He well, paints like in a, it. Like an overall, like yeah. a yeah. overalls, overalls kind of thing. Super yeah. cute. Oh, are we doing Friday picks? Uh, uh, is it time? It, well, yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's pick. Are you both ready? Yes. Okay. Who would like to go first? Uh, uh, you go first. Okay. All right. I have a couple. So this weekend is an event at the Earl Brown Heritage Center that happens tomorrow and Saturday called Rock What You Got. And our friend Amy Thielen from the Food Network is going to be doing a live cooking demonstration there. Chastity Brown is going to be doing an exclusive concert. Sue Scott, a famous voiceover actress, will be there. And uh, Anne Bancroft, who is an amazing woman, So this is an event that celebrates women. There's different demos. There's an animal adoption event, home improvement, fitness classes, live cooking, all of it at Rock What You Got. You can find tickets online at rockwhatyougot.com. All right. Good. Okay. Um, For me, this is a very special weekend. Well, first of all, my birthday is on next Tuesday. Props for me. But what I'm saying is this weekend is Robbie Burns weekend kind of Robbie Burns night Robbie Burns is a Scottish oh, the poet the Scottish poet yep Robbie Burns uh, Robbie Burns that's right coming through the rye <laughs> that's right. I feel like I just got smarter when you said that yes you sh- <laughs> yes clearly well this is the thing and I'm going to tell you that if you are short on your scotch whiskey you should go to Ace Spirits because tonight they have 15% all off all scotch whiskeys and they're tasting you know everything from La Frig to Benahaben and uh, so you can grab a little taste and a little education there but the thing with Robbie Burns night is you're supposed to read poetry to each other and drink scotch. And I am here for that. Oh, okay. All right. And like so it. if you're not going to, so tonight, go get your bottle. Tomorrow, Merlin's Rest is the place to be where they, you, if you're going to go, they have a, they do have like a three course dinner and they, they might be sold out, but you can just go and sit at the bar and listen to people read the poetry. And it's kind of lovely. Okay. That sounds fun. That's what all I love. Right. Um, Donnie, you want to take a shot uh, and then we'll do couple. another round? Uh, sure. Uh, couple of things you might want to be uh, checking out uh, as far as video is concerned or even streaming. Oh, yeah. Uh, first one is uh, First Man. Did either of you see that movie? No, but I'm no. excited that the it's first finally man, on. Uh, first Man with Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. Anything with Ryan Gosling is on my list. Strong. I will say, I agree with Lori. I liked it more than she did. It's a little slow in parts, but I, re- I was really fascinated by just how they, how how the mission came together. Yes. So the technology side of it really interested me a lot. Yeah, I'm I sure I'll like that. it. And Claire Foy Claire as his, Foy. As his uh, wife Love was, her. was very, very good. Yes. Okay, excellent. That. First Man. The other one is... Um, it's called Tea with Dames. Have either of you heard of this? No. no. Thoroughly enjoyable. And when you describe it, it 
wouldn't sound that much fun, but it's Judy Dench, <gasps> Joan Plowright, yes. Maggie Smith, and Eileen Atkins. They are all dames of the British Empire. And all they did is they said, we're going to get you four ladies to get together. You're going to sit around a big table and have some tea, and you're going to reminisce, tell stories about your acting careers. Oh, and it I was delightful it. to bet. hear these four women... You know, it's almost as if they just were ignoring the cameras. Yeah. Maggie Smith, especially, is very funny. Yeah. Oh, but, oh, uh, so- and then, of course, they interwove during the, uh, I guess you'd call it a documentary, scenes from some of their performances, whether cool. it's on stage or in movies. So it's called Tea with Dames. I recommend it. Okay. Oh, I'm going to like that. Yeah. I'm going to give you another TV thing. Um, called it's a netflix series there's eight episodes called sex education with jillian anderson she is a sex therapist and the mother of a teenage boy yes now you cannot watch this with your teenage children (laughs) you cannot watch this with any children there is a lot of sex there is a lot of phalluses but it is hysterical and when you watch it you need to know that like this was kind of my life because my parents were marriage counselors and they had no boundaries and it was just this weird, inappropriate life. Okay. I, I would like to point out, though, that yes, there's... But it's it's not pornographic. No, in it's any way. Like teenage... It's teenage... Embarrassing sex scenes. Yes. Where, yes. And it makes you feel like you're a teenager all over again, like in seventh grade. Yeah. With that anxiety when the boy is leaning in for the kiss, you yeah. like the whole eight episodes. There's little moments it's, like yes. that, and there's some very sweet and tender moments mm-hmm. just about the relationships between the uh, the characters. And so. Stephanie's looking at me like, "Oh, I don't know if I can watch this." Well, no, oh, no, I, I totally you, can. Yeah. I just yeah. I already Give have it. so many things on my list. That's what oh, I was okay. literally thinking. No, I, I understand. I was going to watch the fire documentaries. I was going to watch you know so many other things. All right. All right. Uh, I've got one more thing. Do you have another thing? Yeah. Do you want me to do another thing? No, I got one. Um, I actually have uh, the fact that on Buster's on 28th, which is a great little bar kind oh, of on Those you potato know, chips and the onion dip Well, forget about that for. because endless pancakes for $7, uh, like today, tomorrow, and the next day from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. They're just giving you breakfast. Wow. Endless pancakes for 7 bucks. They do have the best chips and dip there, too. Good. Delicious. Um, how about the fancy hot dish competition? That's happening at the Lexington. Yeah, Sunday they've night. got the ice bar. There are tickets available for your 50 bucks. You get two drinks. You get to have all of the hot dishes. Um, there'll be chefs competing from Pajarito, Red Cow, Revival, the Lex, uh, Iron Rangers, Zambonis, Randolph Grill, and Sweet Peas. Kind of fun St. Paul Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is the That's hot on Sunday. dish competition. It's part of the Winter Carnival. Yes. So... Have that. Um, did I get all my lists? I have one more. Okay. Uh, it starts this Sunday night on TNT. Uh, so I, I don't know if it's before the SAGs or after. I think I, I might have the date. Wait, what's the 12th? Tw- oh, it's Monday. I'm sorry. It starts okay. Monday. Uh, it's Chris Pine and I Am the Night. I want to see that. Uh, he play. It's about, it says, uh, this young woman who was given away by her teenage birth mother begins to investigate the secrets to her past following a sinister trail that swirls ever closer to an infamous Hollywood gynecologist connected to the legendary Black Dahlia murder. Yes. And yes. Chris Pine and plays this down-on-his-luck journalist who's trying to make a comeback, and I've, I've heard it's very good. And it's a series or a It's a, a series. Oh, it cool. is a series. Okay. Yep. Monday night on... on uh, no, it is Sunday night. Yeah, I think it's Sunday night. Yeah, it is Sunday night. And it's directed by Patty Jenkins. No, that is right. And Chris Who's Pine. Patty Jenkins? She directed Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, which he was in as well. So he, cool. she right. had this project and he was like, for sure, I'm signed up because I love working with you. So I'm ex- I think that's going to be a great like, yes, collaboration. 
Is anyone watching The Passage on Fox? Uh, Here's the problem for me. I read the books. Okay. So you know what's happening. And and Mm. it doesn't work for me. The TV, the TV series didn't work for me. Okay, because no. the books are pretty incredible. The books are are fabulous. Yeah, the third so, one's a little bit of a slog, but the first two are really good. And okay. I, it's it's really hard to do that kind of a story trilogy in a TV show, especially on commercial TV. Instead of, you know, if it was on HBO, I think they could go deeper. Yeah, probably. I don't even know what Just, it's about. A plague. It's about oh. a plague that turns people into, well, basically vampires. It's oh. kind of like... <laughs> okay. So it's just like, you know. But the first book is so, it was his first book, and it's just beautifully written, which is surprising because you wouldn't think a book like that would be beautifully written, but it is. And very compelling and really thought out and thoughtful. Everyone I know that's read it, even though that's not a genre that maybe I would normally read, has really liked it. Mm -hmm. So that is a little book recommendation, some movies. Stephanie, someone asked me a question, and I didn't have the answer, and I know you'll know. They wanted to know who I thought had the best tacos in town. And I was like, that's like asking about pizza. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, exactly. Because that's like, very subjective. Yeah. And it's, you have to have you have to kind of have a frame up of what they're looking for. In right. Order to put like, them in the right place. Anna Molly's barbecue has amazing tacos at Abel Brewing. But they only have one kind of taco. Right. So and then like Pajarito has really great tacos, yeah. but maybe they're not the same as like your street tacos. I would say Andale, which is a tiny little place over in Richfield. You know, that was like a market and a taco counter. They have some amazingly authentic and awesome tacos. You know, cult favorite tacos. Yum. Um, Yeah, there's just a lot. There's, I mean, you could say um, Taco Cat, funny enough. Yes, In the Mattel Global Market, they have wonderfully flavorful and just jam-packed tacos. I love their, and their nachos. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. I know. It was like a really hard question to answer. So that's some good suggestions. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about maybe Miss Anne Hathaway when we come back. To the Lori and Julia show, I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. And we are the hosts of the Saturday program here on the station called Weekly Dish from 9 to 11, where we talk about all things food and drinks. And someone else was talking food and drinks this week. Drinks and <laughs> drinks. lack of. Anne Hathaway uh, was talking about how she was on set with Matthew McConaughey for the Serenity. movie Serenity that's not getting great reviews. I know. Um, Apparently there's some massive twist that is not fun or not great. Okay. That's all, all right. I know. I heard, uh, I think it was, I don't know, maybe Paul was talking about it. but she was, uh, she was talking about how they went to all these different rum bars uh, when they were on set filming. And she tipped one too many back and then had to wake up the next day and like deal with her kid at the preschool or whatever. And how she just decided she's not going to drink until the kid's 18. Yeah. Mm. Is so that- she said 18 more years. I, she said <sighs> it on the two. view. She said, yeah, or he's three, I think, or something like that. She's like, well, you know, my three-year-old really needs me more in the mornings now. So I'm just not going to drink for the next 18 years. And I was well, like, more wow, power to her, I guess well, she felt like she kind of overreacted. I, though, was like, Come say, on. I mean, and the best part, I thought it was interesting where she was talking about how she was driving or she's like, you know, I had a morning, you know, drop off at school and it was just really rough. I mean, I wasn't driving. Don't worry. 
So she wasn't even driving. Somebody else was driving. She probably has a driver. Well, yes. And so she's sitting there and I mean, and you know, it's kind of like, but also like, it's okay to drive hungover. That actually is not illegal. No, it's not. (laughs) But I just thought it was a strange overreaction. But I mean, she's the most cringeworthy person. Like every, why do you say that? I like watching her in movies. I like watching her in movies. I think she's a great actress. When she's just being herself, I want her to stop. Because it ruins it for me when I see her then in a movie. I don't have this feeling about her. I really don't. I think she's fine, and I've never, (laughs) I've never understood why like the giant hate toward her. I don't get it. I don't know. You know where some of it. The Academy Awards. The Academy Awards. Because yeah. what she happened? Gave I can't remember. Speech and she's yeah. It was about you know I'm just so so never thought this would happen and I'm so it's was it wasn't it you like me? No, no, no that, that was Sally, Sally Field. Sally okay, Field. I think to some people it came across as a uh, she was such the, the overwhelming favorite to win and it came across as a little disingenuous. It was for false her modesty. False modesty. Yes. yes. False modesty. Well, and she yes. wore a big pink dress, I think, and or something, or I don't know. I thought, but see, I thought she got unfairly like flamed I, hard. I, I don't know. I don't know, but but here's the thing: I've decided <laughs> she's going to give up drinking. I mean, amen to that. I give you the power, you know, whatever. I'm just going to say, since she's putting down the gauntlet, I feel like I should pick it up for her. So <laughs> wow. I am now, I am now <laughs> hashtag for you and Anne. I am hashtag drinking for me and Anne. Nope. Hashtag drinking for Anne Hathaway. All right. Okay. So there I'm it is. I'm with you. You should look it up because um, I did it on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm stopping at the liquor store on the way home. Okay, yes. so maybe we should all drink for I Anne. I feel like all it's right. a drink sisterhood. For Anne. Yes, I think it is a thing that we can all do for her, drinking for Anne Hathaway. Oh my gosh. Yep. So check it out. All right, so I have just some little leftover drips okay, and drafts here. Okay, about three minutes or so. Okay, so Stephanie, have you watched The Handmaid's Tale? Uh, no, I read the book, but I haven't watched the thing. Okay. I just want to encourage anyone that has not watched The Handmaid's Tale. There's two seasons of it. It is fantastic. I was late to the party. I didn't have a little. It it is fantastic. And they've announced it for season three. Christopher Maloney from uh, Law & Order SCV is going to be joining the cast, which is pretty great. Cool. I like him. And uh, this Elizabeth Reeser is very good. She was in uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Did you guys watch that? I loved The Haunting of Hill House. That was was so great. the daughter that... Uh, what did she do for a living? I forgot now. She was the, the funeral home lady. The funeral home oh, lady. Yeah. Yes, that's Elizabeth Reeser. That was a great movie. Um, yeah. Another great movie, if you're looking for movies and you want to scare the crap out of yourself, uh, the movie with Tony Collette. What is it? Heredity? Heredity. Yeah. I Have you seen this, Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. I didn't find it the least bit scary. <laughs> Hereditary. Oh, no, it's like, this is scary. You didn't wow. done it because somebody else was, was telling me how scary it was. It is, well, it just wasn't to me. Yeah. It was psychologically scary. It yeah, tortured me. It is it one long. of those ones? Can I just, I mean, I won't ask too many plot points, but is it one of the ones where like, like she turns over and someone's standing by her bed and is a ghost? No, no, okay. no, nope. no, it's not like and that. And it's not like gotcha. Like, <gasps> it's not no, like that. And not it's not like gory. It's, no, it's more insidious more, it than that. It is more psychological. But is it somebody staying in a house and then there's, no, no, okay. That's so actually good. It's really an interesting yeah. movie. I liked it, but it is scary. Okay, I'm, you know, I was alone in the house, and it was scary. Well, why would you do, that? Um, do you want to know what Matthew McConaughey's least favorite movies he's been in in his rom coms? <laughs> he's made a few of desperately. Them. I want to know. This. Okay, any these are the three bottom favorites. Least favorite, which is such a like double negative. But anyway, How to Lose a Guy. Least he didn't favorite. love that one? Never, no, never but he gets it. checks for it all the time, apparently, because they play it all the time. I don't like that one either. Failure to launch. That was also sort of annoying. And The Wedding Planner, which was a good movie. 
That was cute. Of all those three, I would have picked yeah, that one. Yeah, I liked the wedding planner the best. Yeah. Taylor's so, cute. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, okay, have you also... I'm just going to keep going on my TV thread here. Have oh, yeah. you guys watched um, Dumpling uh, yes. on Netflix? Yes. yes, it's very sweet. Okay, very sweet. Yeah. So Dolly Parton did some new music for Dumplin'. And a local connection is there's a guy named Kai Aarons who used to be in the band Flip with his brother, Bren. And he is out in L.A. now. He has uh, he's an artist and he designs album covers. And somehow he meets Dolly and he's got a band. He played on those Dumplin' tracks Mm -hmm. and he just released his his Instagram is La La Land. He released a picture that is so sweet. And I know him because we lived together for a while of him sitting with Dolly at like a set table and they're sitting there like just having a conversation, him and her. It is just so sweet. And I he's just crazy about Dolly Parton, too. So I know this is a big moment for him. She is um, going to be releasing some new music and there's going to be a Dolly Parton Museum that there, she's going to loan some of her costumes, Diamond in a Rhinestone World. It's going to be a Grammy museum, and she's going to play at the Grammys. Oh. Yeah, so that's exciting. I wish she'd show her tattoos. Does she have tattoos? She has tattoos all over her body. Really? I, you guys I don't, don't know I, this? No. Well, I've never seen one. So. No, because she's very, if you think about Dolly in the last times you've seen her, she has long sleeves and high neck collars on everything. Ooh. She is tatted up, that lady. Really? Yes, and there's a whole people who are out scour photos to see if they can see little hints of tattoos. Wow, you should it's look like it where's up. Waldo? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I just would love for her to show some. Wow. That's cool. They must be super personal they to are. her. I think they are. They should put Dolly in Highlights magazine. You know, oh, I what know, are the tattoos? Right? <laughs> Dude, that's funny, Donnie. I would do that. I do like a good Highlights magazine when you're waiting in the doctor or the dentist.